0: Hello, thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Month Ahead Audio Horoscopes for Leo Season. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology podcast. Along with these horoscopes, please make sure to listen to Embodied Astrology for Leo Season. This special episode called Glow Time focuses on Leo in the body, in life, in love, in relationships, and experiences. Everybody carries Leo in their bodies. Everybody has Leo in their charts. And in this episode, I'll offer some attunements and healing practices for working with Leo in yourself and in your life also please remember to check back in with me at the new moon and the full moon this month for some lunar attunement practices on july 31st we have a new moon in leo and on august 15th we have a full moon in aquarius and both of those days i'll be putting out meditations or embodiment rituals to help you attune with these lunar cycles i want to offer a huge thank you to subscribers Subscribers, thank you so much. You keep Embodied Astrology happening and your monthly donations are what sustains this work. If you enjoy Embodied Astrology, please consider becoming a subscriber. You can subscribe at any amount per month. Really, even just $1 a month is so helpful. Your monthly subscriptions allow me to continue this work with steadiness and reliability. And if you get something out of Embodied Astrology, please help it to sustain, help it to continue. Subscribers also get access to my extended monthly horoscopes. And these extended forecasts include a PDF with planetary aspects and lunar cycles throughout the month, my interpretations for the energy of those aspects and cycles, and some embodied suggestions for how to work with this energy. You'll also get an extended audio horoscope that you can listen to that isn't sign-specific, but that goes through in detail a lot of planetary energy that I don't mention in your individual horoscopes. If giving a recurring donation isn't available to you at this time, consider a one-time donation and please always share it with friends. This is the number one way you can support this project is by reposting it, forwarding on the emails and telling your friends about it, giving five-star reviews on Apple iTunes podcasts or wherever it is that you listen. Finally, I want to give a brief plug for a special retreat that I'm offering later this year. From September 29th to October 3rd, I'll be offering a three-day residential retreat where we'll be working with Embodied Astrology. In this retreat, you'll learn a ton about astrology, you will work with your own chart, you'll get to prepare for the exciting astrology of 2020, and use your astrology and use the tools that I offer for how you embody astrology and the astrological potential to manifest your magic. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com under play and learn and live events. Your horoscope is coming right up. Stick around. All right, we're gonna get into your horoscope now. As always, I just wanna encourage you to listen with an open mind. Horoscopes are a general kind of art. There are a ton of people on the planet and there are not only 12 kinds of people. So as I offer your horoscope, I'm offering general suggestions and the energy that I'm receiving from the chart may or may not be applicable to you in exactly the way that I speak it. So please listen for the sentiment or the symbolism in what I'm saying. Apply it to yourself intuitively. If you associate to something that I'm saying, that's the right thing. You can go down that road, listen a couple of times, ask questions to yourself, kind of consider all the different ways that you could think about what I'm offering and always take what works, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are simply suggestions here for your best benefit and positive evolution. I want to encourage you to listen to the horoscopes for at least your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is the season that you are born. It's what you answer when someone asks, hey, what's your sign? Your rising sign is the time of day you were born. Not everybody has this information. And so if you don't know your rising sign, your sun sign is awesome to listen to. Some people really get into listening for their moon signs, for their Venus signs. There are all different signs for all the planets in your chart. And really many of the horoscopes could speak to you. So I hope you enjoy whichever ones you listen to. Hello, Taurus. Thank you for listening. This is your audio horoscope and month ahead for Leo season. Leo season begins on July 22nd. It ends on August 22nd. And in the Taurus solar chart, Leo rules the fourth house. The fourth house is the place that describes home, family, lineage, ancestry, tribe, And kind of in general, a sense of belonging. Belonging isn't always comfortable, I have to say. Um, There's definitely the sense that you are claimed in this part of your chart. So the place that you come from or the people that you come from might actually be a place or people that cause some friction or tension for you, but there is a familiarity. And the sense of home is a familiar place, although sometimes we really want to get out of it. Um, So this place in the chart is an anchor. It's a sense of familiarity, a sense of belonging. It's also where you retreat to when you want to come home, and what that means as a metaphor, as an idea, as well as an actual space. So as we head into Leo season, the sun, of course, moves into this part of your chart, and it meets up with Mars. And throughout the month, uh, the personal planets will be moving into Leo. Um, Mercury and Venus are are following the sun in a couple of weeks. This brings a lot of energy into this part of your chart. And this energy starts to work in, um, in unison with Uh, The other fire signs. So currently Jupiter is in Sagittarius and Chiron is in Aries. And all of these placements are working with one another to form what's called a grand fire trine. And a grand trine is when all three signs of the same element have planetary energy that is uh, working together again. So there's a kind of sense of ease and movement, but also sometimes like an unconsciousness, like we don't really control this energy it just happens. In the fire parts of your chart, we have the fourth house, which I just talked about, the eighth house. So for you, this is Sagittarius's home. The eighth house has to do with very private matters. This is your deep kind of personal, emotional space. It's often where we hold back, where we keep secrets, where we have our experiences that are reserved either for ourselves or for people who we share intimacy with. This is a place in the chart where we uncover intimacies, vulnerabilities, insecurities, and where we form close emotional bonds with others. So this is a kind of deep, intense place in our emotional nature. Aries is the sign that directly precedes yours, and Aries therefore rules the place of your unconscious. The unconscious includes the collective consciousness. Um, These are the influences, what's happening culturally in our kind of greater emotional whole, the environment that's always shifting and responding to everyone and everything in it, you may not really be aware of how you're influenced, but you're influenced nonetheless. This is also the place of your dream space, of uh, your ancestral material, so the ways that your DNA has been formed, your um, epigenetics and your biases and things like this. Fire trine in this in these parts of your chart bring a lot of movement. There's a lot of potential throughout Leo season for you to work with kind of core issues. These are all places in the chart that describe core issues, your foundation, your um, kind of deep emotional experience, and your psychology, the, the deep inner psychology. Throughout the month, fire energy is in aspect to earth and water energy. Fire energy likes to move out and up. Earth and water want to move down and in. The aspects that are being formed are what's called hard aspects, squares and in conjuncts. Um, these aspects can bring frustration. They can bring challenge. But when you meet them with good faith... When you meet them with the desire to grow and the desire to expand, you're actually strengthened. And fire is very served by earth and water in the sense that it gets grounded and it becomes more relational and more emotional. So I want to offer this um, just as kind of a general note for the upcoming season. There may be a lot of stuff that comes up. There could be a lot of content for you to be working through this month, but you have support for it and Keep your optimism around you. Just kind of consider that even in a moment of challenge, there's always the best benefit outcome. There's always something that could come from this that maybe there's a reason. There's um, an evolutionary step forward or something even better that could happen because of the thing that's happening now that doesn't feel awesome. And you've had plenty of these experiences, I'm sure, where you look back and you go, oh, That period of time was challenge, but actually it really was important and I'm glad that it happened. So Leo season won't be entirely like that, I don't think, but there may be moments of challenge and of you being confronted in ways that feel provocative, that feel deeply personal, but also these are doorways for you. These are doorways of transformation and growth. As I mentioned, the sun moves into Leo on July 22nd, this brings your awareness into the place of home, family, security, rootedness. On July 27th, the planet Venus moves into Leo. Wherever Venus is, Venus is bringing sweetness, magnetism, and a sense of importance and value. As Venus moves into Leo, and it will transit Leo through August 21st, you may be quite nostalgic, happy to connect with family, feeling a lot of... um, close bonds and love for home, for family. This is a really good time to connect with people. This is a great time to take care of your home. It's a great time to be at home. Leo is a pretty social sign. So it's a really nice time to invite people over. Um, Venus definitely likes to feed people and likes to impress them with beautiful things. So if you want to have a party, you want to make someone dinner, um, this is a really nice time to kind of just open up in your personal space and connect to the people who are there. On July 31st, there's a new moon in Leo. A new moon is always a great time to initiate a new beginning and to set intentions for the next 12-month cycle from this new moon in Leo to the new moon in 2020. Again, Leo rules the part of your chart that has to do with a sense of belonging. Leo is a sign that is really authentic. That is, is truly, I think, the the strength of Leo, that it rules the central channel of our body. It rules our heart. When we are authentic, we are courageous. We risk not being the thing that other people want us to be. We have to take a step forward to allow ourselves to really um, shine, to take up some space. But Leo is also incredibly generous as a sign. So you might think about how you occupy space just in general, how you relate to feelings of belonging, of comfort, of security. Where in your life do you shy away and hold back? Where in your life do you feel like you can just rest into a sense of belonging? At this new moon, consider setting an intention for these sensations of belonging, of home and anchor. How do you want to be yourself most profoundly, most effectively, and most brilliantly? And how can this be an experience and sensation that is not only in the places where you feel the most safe, but actually reaches out into other spaces as well? On July 31st, this is also the day that Mercury stations direct. It will be finishing its retrograde cycle um, closer to the end of Leo season. And Mercury station direct can be a kind of wonky time. So just be careful around the 31st, the end of the month, things tend to get a little haywire um, on the days of Mercury's station. But as Mercury starts to move direct, this is a symbol of um, you coming into some kind of greater awareness and emotional clarity for these issues around stability and bonds. Mercury turned retrograde in the sign of Leo and it moved back into Cancer. This stimulates your solar fifth Uh, excuse me, your solar fourth and third houses. Leo and Cancer for you rule uh, the, the fourth and the third. So the fourth house, again, home, bonding, stability. The third house has to do with your communication style and kind of your general mental openness, how responsive you are to new ideas, how willing you are to express yourself. Cancer is a pretty emotional sign. There's something that I feel like you may be understanding about your own needs and how you communicate your needs and how this in turn affects your sense of belonging or stability. As Mercury turns direct, you may be ready to have certain kinds of conversations um, or make other changes or adjustments or uh, outreach so that you can meet your needs in the way that you're recognizing you need. This is the day of the new moon embodied astrology is available to you on the new moon. I will put out some kind of meditation or ritual to work with this lunar energy. So please remember to check in with me then. On August 11th, Jupiter turns direct in the sign of Sagittarius. Jupiter has been retrograde since April 10th. As I mentioned before, Sagittarius rules the part of your chart that has to do with vulnerability and intimacy. This is your deeper emotional experience. Since April, you may have been investigating these kinds of themes for yourself. The Eighth House is also a place where we come uh, into a, a shared experience with intimate others, with people who mean something to you, where there is dependency or um Trust, you know, to to really trust or to open up to someone um, is quite a vulnerable uh, experience. And since April, you may have been having some kind of growth process with these areas. How can you trust? How can you open up? What do you need in these spaces? How do you want to work with your own sense of privacy? or secrecy, when you are really seen, when you allow yourself to be seen, um, what's that like for you? Jupiter is wanting you to grow. It's wanting you to grow in your own experience of what's possible. It's also wanting to teach you to occupy yourself and to occupy your uprightness, your benefic energy, and your generosity. This is another kind of message uh, that I'm seeing in your in your chart, that you're really ready to open in a new way, to communicate around things that Previously, may have been hard to communicate, and that you're understanding something about your deeper psychology. August 11th is also the day that Uranus stations retrograde in your sign as you have undoubtedly heard me talk about many times. If you are a regular listener, Uranus has been in your sign since this spring, since May, and um, spent some time last year kind of inching its way in and then going into a retrograde. But this is about a seven-year cycle of Uranus through Taurus. And this is a really important important cycle for you. Uranus brings change, revolution, innovation and awakening. Sometimes its effect can feel really sudden, chaotic or even shocking or traumatizing. Ultimately what it wants for you is freedom and liberation. As Uranus stations retrograde, you are coming into a five-month period of time when you may um, really need to look at certain aspects of your personality, how you've identified. This is a really big theme for the solar first house, which of course, as a Taurus Taurus uh, rising, then um, this is your solar first house, this place of identity. So think about how your identity has formed what you mean when you say I, me, or mine, how can you interrogate those um, assumptions and what has been built up around your identity? In what ways do you want to grow? How does your identity want to manifest in new ways right now? Can you innovate? Can you expand? Can you let go of what's holding you back? In January, Uratus will station direct on January 12th on the same day that Saturn and Pluto form their conjunction in Capricorn. Again, if you're a regular astrology follower, EA listener, you've definitely heard about this. So Saturn and Pluto will be coming together in January in your ninth house of high wisdom, purpose, and path. Over the course of the next five months, this is a really big theme for you. You're thinking about what you're here to do on this planet and why. Why are you going to be doing the things that you're doing? Because they're important to you. Who are you? This is the line of questioning. As you kind of reach into yourself, uh, knowing your self-identification, you get clarity around your path, you get clarity around your purpose. Now is a time to be really uniquely yourself and to spend a fair amount of time and reflection uncovering who that self is, what that self wants, and how that self can really be supported to grow and evolve. Also on August 11th, Mercury moves back into Leo. It will transit through Leo um, until the end of August, August 29th. Um, Mercury in Leo brings your communicative capacity to the sign. This is a really good time to express yourself to the people who you live with, to your family, to your loved ones. Um, if you're a person who has a strong connection to land uh, or home as a physical space, you may have a lot of awareness of your connections to uh, the land or to your home. And you may have ideas about how you want to participate. And uh, update, innovate, or express yourself, or just generally care here. On August 15th, there's a full moon at 22 degrees of Aquarius. A full moon is always in opposition. The sun is in Leo, the moon is in Aquarius. This stimulates, of course. Leo, your solar fourth house, home, family, bonding, security, and then Aquarius, your solar 10th house. This is the place in the chart that has to do with your ambition in the world. So, this probably makes sense. Where you're planted determines how you grow. Where you come from has a lot to do with what you become in the world. The solar 10th house as the place that expresses your public image, your career, your vocation, and how you do your adultness In the world is this kind of reflection. So, around the full moon, you may come into some kind of understanding about who you want to be in the world. Again, there's a lot of energy this month about what you're here doing in the world. So, what does that actually look like? What are you here to manifest? What do you want to achieve? This is also the day that Mercury's shadow completes. And so, this is a great day to start to move forward on any projects or plans that have been held up over the last six weeks or so since Mercury began its retrograde grade cycle all the way back at the summer solstice on June 21st. So just think back on this period of time and consider um, any ideas that you've had, any new projects that you want to move forward with, anything that's still present that still feels like a desire, you're supported now to continue. On August 17th, the planet Mars moves into Virgo. Mars will transit Virgo through October 4th. And on August 21st, your ruling planet Venus also moves into Virgo. Venus will move through Virgo until... Just a couple of days after Mars and Venus enter, the Sun follows suit on the 23rd. And as I mentioned, Mercury will move into Virgo on August 29th. So this is bringing a lot of energy now into a fellow Earth sign. For you, Virgo rules the solar fifth house of creative energy, childlike innocence, joy, personal authentic expression, and um, romance and playtime. If that sounds familiar, it's because the fifth house has to do with the fifth sign, which is Leo. I was already talking a little bit about Leo nature. As a Taurus rising person, this Leo nature is really what you want at home. Um, Taurus is a sign that loves to be home, and home is a place where joy can happen. For you, um, as all the personal planets move into Virgo, we have a lot more energy for you to start creating, to start recognizing how your vital energy can best express out into the world. You may get really inspired around this time with your creative projects. Um, If you're a person who's working with children or who has children of your own, you may really have a good time with them throughout uh, the end of Leo season and Virgo season this year. There's a lot for you to get engaged with in terms of art, performance, creativity, sports, hobbies, anything that you find to be fun, stimulating, that kind of takes you out of the humdrum status quo and helps you lose track of time and space. Um, As you'll hear me talk about next month, this is a really powerful energy for you in this process of self-discovery. So please make sure that you check back in with me on August 22nd, and uh, listen to your month ahead for Virgo season. If you want more information, definitely check out the subscriber options. You can get an extended monthly forecast that gives you all kinds of details for planetary aspects and lunar cycles throughout the month. Please also listen to Embodied Astrology for Leo season. In that episode, I'm going to talk a lot about Leo as an energy, how it works in our bodies, and through our relationships and experiences. Wishing you all the best for Leo season. Bye for now.